John Cena's big announcement revealed results from NXT last night, a preview of Impact tonight, and my perspective on a rumored WrestleMania main event. This is PWR Tonight for Thursday, January 11, 2018. Welcome to PWR Tonight. I'm Damian Nelson coming to here from the Pro Wrestling Report Studios. Thank you for joining us wherever you may be consuming this broadcast here tonight. And I want to remind all of you to subscribe to us right here on our YouTube channel. If you're not watching on YouTube, hop on over to our YouTube channel to subscribe to get PWR tonight, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night, and even a special episode coming to you on January 22nd from New York. David Hero and I will be live in New York on the eve or on the evening of PWR of uh, WWE Raw 25 from both the Barclays Center and the Manhattan Center. A special episode of PWR tonight coming to you from New York City on Monday, January 22nd. So subscribe to the show right now, and later on we'll talk more about the return of primetime and Feedback Friday here at the networks of the Pro Wrestling Report as well. In tonight's hot news, John Cena on Twitter the other day said that he had a huge announcement that he would be delivering to us today, and that he did. And that announcement fairly substantial for his world outside of WWE. John Cena is going to be returning to the Nickelodeon Kids, Kids Choice Awards as the host for the second consecutive year, and it doesn't end there. John Cena is also going to be voicing one of the characters in a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles television show that's going to be on the Nickelodeon Network. And in addition to that, Cena is going to be hosting and producing a new game show on the network as well. Big partnership with Nickelodeon. Obviously, big news for John Cena and big news for his world outside of WWE. So congratulations to John Cena. More about John Cena later when I share my perspective with you on a big rumored WrestleMania matchup that seemingly is coming to light in the last few hours. NXT last night on the WWE Network gave us a lot to talk about and ended with a big unexpected tag team matchup. But after that matchup, it was announced that at TakeOver in Philadelphia as part of Wrestle uh, Royal Rumble weekend, rather, I'm getting ahead of myself, part of uh, Royal Rumble weekend, it will be Alistair Black versus Adam Cole in an Extreme Rules match. William Regal making that announcement uh, at the end of the show last night. And those two will be facing off in Philadelphia, the home of Extreme, in an Extreme Rules match. Impact Wrestling is on the air tonight on Pop TV. It was the it will be the first episode from their first tapings of 2018. Those tapings began last night uh, in Orlando, Florida. And what we know is this: the four-sided ring is back, ladies and gentlemen. TNA walking away again from the six-sided ring, getting to a more traditional presentation with the four-sided ring. And one of the uh, executives now from the new Impact Wrestling, uh, which seems like we say that so often, but uh, be that as it may, uh, Don Callis said that uh, the four-sided ring was more traditional and more comfortable for the wrestlers, the talents, if you will. And that was what made helped them make their decision to get back to four sides versus six. Now, we do know that as well that tonight EC3 is going to be having an open challenge. And also, Eli Drake is going to be giving a, uh, I guess, a status of the championship for Impact Wrestling. Now, we don't do spoilers here, but 
If I'm a betting man, I would uh, bet on you tuning in to Impact Wrestling, and I am a betting man, by the way, uh, tuning in to Impact Wrestling tonight for uh, uh, what will be a delightful little unexpected morsel uh, that you will get on that show. Want to remind all of you to check out our podcast, our podcast available on Blog Talk Radio, and that's fed to your podcast sources, uh, whether it be Apple Podcast, Android, Stitcher, whatever it may be. Just simply search for PWR on your podcast player. Subscribe to the PWR podcast feed for free. You get the WCW retrospective uh, shows on Monday nights, and then come Royal Rumble Sunday, we'll be live right after the event giving you a chance to call in live to be a part of the show with your thoughts, your comments, your questions, and your impressions of the Royal Rumble event that all happens live at blogtalkradio.com slash PWR right after the pay-per-view goes off the air. But you can also capture those podcasts and the daily editions here of PWR tonight in podcast form. You can take it with you on the go. Think about it this way. You're driving to work in the morning and you want to find out what happened all Uh, In the day's wrestling news from the day before, simply give a quick listen to the PWR Tonight podcast. Again, you can subscribe for free via all of your podcast channels. It's Thursday. It's the final leg of our journey on PWR Tonight for the week. And on Thursdays, I'll be bringing you a special piece called Perspective, which is when I give you my perspective on a big story in the world of professional wrestling. And that story today is the rumors which are intensifying of a matchup at WrestleMania, a main event matchup at Red WrestleMania, featuring John Cena taking on The Undertaker. Now, it seemingly was obvious in Orlando last year that The Undertaker had hung up the boots, hung up the tights, and had uh, walked away from in-ring action after the loss to Roman Reigns, only his second loss at WrestleMania. But here as we're returning to New Orleans, there's a lot of speculation that he is going to be in a main event matchup with John Cena. Now, that, of course, is a money match, a marquee match, a match we have not yet seen on that stage, and definitely a match a lot of people, including this fan, would like to see. However, I question the ability of The Undertaker to deliver to his own level in that matchup. Ever since WrestleMania 30 and his matchup with Brock Lesnar, things have been sort of hit or miss as it pertains to The Undertaker and his ability to deliver in ring uh, at the big show. Only wrestling once a year. I think actually after uh, 30 or after 31, perhaps he wrestled a couple of times after. But generally speaking, only wrestling once a year. You know, from my perspective as a fan, I would have been fine if after the loss to Roman Reigns, the story ended, Undertaker realized that the torch had been passed and he was not going to give it another go. But it seems as if there is there are serious talks that The Undertaker will indeed give it another go at WrestleMania. And that against John Cena, which John Cena doesn't need a torch passed to him either. So I, I question several things in the scenario. What does it mean for Roman Reigns, who was made, I guess, by The Undertaker last year in his yard now, um, if John Cena comes in and gets a win, or loses to Undertaker? And at what point does Undertaker have his last hurrah, deliver his last match at WrestleMania? It seems like we're a couple of years beyond that, should it, uh, beyond that uh, having 
needing to have happened. And, you know, I'm not knocking The Undertaker. I'm not knocking John Cena. I'm not knocking WWE. If they have a chance to deliver this matchup, if they feel confident that Taker could deliver against John Cena on this grand stage in the Superdome, I'm all for it. But from what I've seen from The Undertaker as far as in-ring action over his last couple of WrestleManias, it could be a challenging situation for him. And maybe I'm just over-believing what the performance was that I saw. But look at last year. It's so, everything was so pointing to it being his last match. He asked for JR to come back and do commentary for the matchup. JR did. It was him leaving his hat and his jacket sitting in the center of the ring, descending down into the depths of hell, if you will, after leaving the ring, after losing the Roman Reigns. I don't know how the story gets any better than the story that was delivered last year. Whether you like Roman Reigns or not, take him, actually take Roman Reigns out of the occasion. Take her losing to anybody for the second time in Orlando at WrestleMania, which happened last year, and the way it was all presented and delivered. Can't we just go home with that? Can't we just be left with that? I would reckon that we could, and I would be happy if we did. Now, I'm going to, of course, be live at WrestleMania in the Superdome, and I'm going to pop for this match just as well as I've popped for every other, other Undertaker matchup that has occurred at the big show. But... I go into this with some hesitation and some trepidation because I just don't, the hype's going to be good, getting there is going to be good, and some are saying this may start the hype, the announcement, or the teasing as early as Raw 25, but what happens when that bell rings, and what are we going to see when that bell rings? Cena can go. Taker, probably at his worst, can go, which might sound contradictory to things I've been saying here, but can they go and perform and give us... Uh, Shawn Michaels uh, Undertaker kind of match from WrestleMania 25, which is still one of the top 10 matches of all time. That's the Undertaker streak wrestling that I want to see. Not, um, yeah, maybe I can go, I can probably get through it, but we can't do this, we can't do that, be careful on this, be careful on that. that that's not what I want to see. I want to see both men perform at a level that is expected of them, and that will make me, at the end of it, say, damn, that was another great Undertaker matchup. Was the match with Roman Reigns last year at Mania great? No. Was it good? Yes. Was the match uh, at 31, 32, at 30, were those matches good? He and Brock Lesnar, I still say that match wasn't a good match. Uh, especially if you are uh, looking at the previous levels of performance from The Undertaker. So, you know, many legends have said this. It's better to go out on your own time and on a high note. George Costanza also said that. Than to be forced out or to go too long. And I don't want to see the legacy of The Undertaker be damaged by going too long. Now, there's a great story that could be told here, by the way. Back to the point of a few minute, moments ago when I said, can't, why can't we be left with the Orlando story? He lost his first match in the streak to Brock Lesnar in the same building at the Superdome. And it's interesting. We've questioned why they're going back to New Orleans so quickly for WrestleMania. On Monday, on Tuesday, rather, I talked about the Daniel Bryan situation and how I expect him to have a match with Shane McMahon at WrestleMania in the Superdome where Bryan first won the World Heavyweight Championship, whatever championship it was at the time. And now you've got The Undertaker maybe coming back to the place where he lost the streak to also get some redemption. It's a good story, I guess. Uh, But if this is all summed up with, and perhaps this is another point I'm missing, perhaps this will be the definitive end. It will be announced that Taker 
He doesn't want to come back. Cena might coax him into coming back. Taker says, yes, I'll come back, but this is going to be it. My last match, I'm done, which then opens the opportunity for Taker also being the main event Hall of Fame induction in New Orleans as well, uh, even though I think you can get two years out of that last match, then Hall of Fame. So different options, many different ways to go. My only opposition to it is, is on what level will The Undertaker be able to perform? And uh, perhaps I'm reading too far into it. I don't know. But share your thoughts, folks. Let me know what you think about this potential matchup at WrestleMania. John Cena versus The Undertaker. Your thoughts on it, your thoughts of it, and your thoughts on whether or not The Undertaker should have just called it quits after his loss to Roman Reigns last year in Orlando. And that's tonight's perspective here on PWR Prime Time. I want to remind all of you that you can subscribe to the show right here and get notified every time we post a new episode. Pro Wrestling Report Prime Time Television returns in the uh, airwaves here, in the broadcast airwaves for the first time since late September of last year. David Hero is going to be joining me here in the studio, and we are going to bring you Prime Time on Monday. Monday, right before WWE Raw, a brand new episode of Prime Time, and then next Friday, this upcoming Friday rather, one week from tomorrow, it'll be the return of the Pro Wrestling Report Feedback Friday. We'll be taking your comments from these broadcasts of PWR Tonight, next week's broadcast of PWR Tonight as well, and feeding those into Feedback Friday. And we have a brand new third man in the booth joining us starting next Friday for PWR Primetime Friday. And I'll give you a hint. He has appeared as a guest on Feedback Friday before. And it was one of our most uh, controversial episodes that we had ever delivered. Friday, Feedback Friday is back. Drop us a subscription here on YouTube and follow us on our socials. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat, each of us individually as well. Until next Tuesday night, next Monday night rather, and well, next time we'll be with you and be for prime time. This is Damian Nelson saying thank you so much for tuning in here for PWR Tonight.